Hello, Teach Happier community, and welcome back to the Teach Happier podcast. I'm Suzanne Daly, your delighted host. Our goal is to get into the healthiest headspace and heart space for our upcoming week working in schools, whatever our important role may be, in about five minutes or less. Let's get started. Last week, we were invited to be the metaphorical sun for someone who's staring up towards the top of a really steep hill and needed to feel safe, warm, and supported. And I hope you felt your happiness baseline increase as your love and friendship shine down on others. So this week is Mother's Day, and it's a day where we are celebrating the biggest, strongest, and most important bonds and ties that we have with the people who are super important to us. Mother's Day is always a tender day for many of us in different ways, and I sure am tender as this is the first Mother's Day without my beloved mom. So, for those of us who also need to feel a bit less tender on this emotional week, we're going to turn the focus away from some of the strongest ties in our lives, and we're going to look at some of the weaker ties that we have with others to learn why they are important too. Did anyone just squint their eyes and think, what in the world? Weaker bonds? This seems silly. All right, hear me out. All right, so we all have our people. Ride or die, thick or thin, in sickness and in health. You heard some examples from my life of this last week. But then we also have other people that are more like casual, surface-level kind of relationship. These are the people that get the like, hey, how are yous in the hallway. We see them infrequently or fleetingly. So according to Mark Granovetter, he's a sociology professor at Stanford. He wrote a paper like back in the 70s called The Strength of Weak Ties. And here's what he says. It's not just the quality of a few close, deep relationships. Quantity also has something to do with it. And the quantity, it's our weak tie relationships. And research shows us that building networks of these casual acquaintances actually boost happiness, knowledge, and sense of belonging. So psychologist Jillian Sandstrom takes us a little bit further. When she was in Toronto living as a graduate student in psychology, she asked a group of respondents to keep a record of all their social interactions over the course of a week. And she found that participants with larger networks of weak ties tended to be happier overall. And that on days when a participant in the group had a greater number of casual interactions with these weak tie relationships, like a barista, a neighbor, maybe a member in a yoga class, they actually experienced more happiness and a greater sense of belonging. So I gave this a try and I was thinking about the people in my life who I have weak ties with, but they considerably contribute to my overall happiness. So here's a few examples. It's the adorable owner of our local farmer's market who just always asks about my family. Or the guy that drives the van around our school district delivering inner office mail. Or the sweet older gentleman at the full service gas station who loves to talk football. I have a favorite cashier at the local Rite Aid. Yes, I do. Or the almost retired postal worker that no matter where the package is going, she's got some kind of connection to that location. So when I do pause and think about it, all of the quote unquote weak ties I have with a 
big quantity of people really do make me feel happier and more connected to my community. And when I see and interact with them, I just feel good. Now, here's one more reason why weak ties are good for us. Granovetter went on to say, the people who we spend a lot of time with, those are our strong tie people, probably swim in the same pool of information as you do. So we depend on friendly outsiders to bring us news or opportunities from beyond our immediate circles. And so the more of those acquaintances we have, the better. In other words, if we want new information, new ideas, or we want to feel a deeper connection to our community, weak ties are actually more important than the few strong ones. So our invitation this week is to consider our weak ties, maybe at school or in our community, and recognize the strength that they bring to our lives. Let's try to lean in just a tiny bit more to someone we see infrequently or fleetingly. How can we forge a quick connection and make them feel seen or heard or appreciated by a short encounter? The more I learn about the importance of weak ties, the more I want to keep them. And the more I think about weak ties, the more I want to strengthen them just a tiny bit. Weak ties make us stronger. Small shifts bring the biggest gifts. We'll see you next week. We are down to the final two episodes of season two. Thank you for listening to this week's Teach Happier podcast episode. Let's connect on Twitter. You can follow me at Daily Suzanne or on the Teach Happier Facebook page or visit me at SuzanneDaily.com.